Congratulations, you are tuned into the number one podcast where life has no limits. Your host, Joan Kaler, is the founder of Joan Kaler Counseling and Consulting International. Joan consults with clients around the world to help them reach their full potential with emotional freedom techniques, chakra balancing, and cognitive behavior therapy. Joan is a sought-after speaker, trainer, and consultant. Now, here is Joan. Hello, everyone. Joan Kaler here, your host. Welcome to Life Without Limits, where there are no limits to what you can achieve. My purpose is to help you, help motivate you, help inspire you, and definitely help you to relax and go into your Zen place. So I do all three of those with my guests. Today's guests is the epitome of helping mothers and families relax to go into their Zen place with my favorite topic, emotional freedom techniques. And if there's anybody who has not heard of emotional freedom techniques by this time, we will give you a brief description, but it's my thing. It's not just my thing, but it is the coolest thing in the universe. Yes, I'm biased for helping people with stress, with trauma, with eating problems, you name it. If it's a human condition, emotional freedom techniques can help. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guest. Laura Lamont is a certified and accredited advanced emotional freedom techniques practitioner through EFT International. She is also certified in matrix re-imprinting, which is also totally cool. That's EFT on steroids. And she has just completed level two trauma training. Lori guides and inspires women to claim their power through EFT classes, workshops, motivational speeches, videos, and sessions. On her EFT journey, Lori has become competent at helping women to really get unstuck, whether it is through weight loss, in, increased finances, or improved relationships. And here is her real credibility. Lori has four children. If that doesn't give her credibility, I don't know what does. So being a mother of four, married, and a business owner, Lori understands what it's like to be pulled in too many directions. Lori has learned how to use EFT to her advantage, how to balance life, and how to live life to the fullest. Lori has naturally become known for her work with mothers, teaching them the power behind their energy, thoughts, and emotions. Lori teaches moms how to use EFT to have a positive impact on their children and more harmony in the home. Is that not cool or what? So without further ado... Lori Lamont, welcome into Life Without Limits. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real honor. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Well, this is my thing, in addition to EFT, is to help shine the light on EFT experts. <clears throat> because along with there are no limits to what you can achieve, EFT helps you get there. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And today's topic, we're going to do, my new favorite thing is we're going to do a three-parter. So we're going to start with the ripple effect as Lori shares her miraculous EFT experience and, uh, and sparks ideas on how you can help your children through the ripple effect. So that is going to be this podcast's topic. But 
Lori, how in the world, this is always my favorite question, how did you get introduced to emotional freedom techniques? Well, I'm, you know, I started, I stumbled upon uh, the book that was written by uh, Pamela Bruner and Jack Canfield. And um, I had read that book and I had maybe tapped, I don't know, a handful of times over the course of a year or so. And it was something I sort of did, I dabbled with, I didn't really understand until one day. Um, so like you've mentioned, I have four children and I absolutely hated taking my kids to the dentist. Um, so what I would do is I would take two to the dentist and then I would take two more the following week. And there was this particular person that ran the office who just pushed all of my buttons and rubbed me the wrong way. And I couldn't stand this person and I hated being around him. And I don't like using the word hate. I always tell my kids, that's a really strong word, but it's true. I mean, I, I just could not stand being around this person. So I was sitting in a car and if any of you out there listening, watching um, are moms and if you've ever, you know, you'll probably, this will probably resonate with you. I was sitting in a parking lot my kids were taking a class, and so I had like 45 minutes. It was at like a dance studio. And I'm sitting there in my old Volvo station wagon, and all these dance moms are over here, and they're all talking to each other. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm just stewing over this guy and how much I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. And I hear this voice in my head that says, why don't you tap on it? And I really, I mean, I, I mean, I had maybe tapped about seven times, you know, it wasn't like something I did often. And I was like, all right, I'll tap on it. So here I am sitting in my car, kind of like the outcast mom and all these moms are standing over there and I'm sitting in my car. Now I'm tapping on myself and I'm talking to myself. (laughs) So you can imagine how, um, but I just did it. And so what I, what I did was I started, you know, I, so I started tapping on the side of the hand and even though I really hate that guy and he's a real jerk and I had way worse things to say, but I'm not going <laughs> to say them here. Um, I do love and accept myself. And that was kind of the extent of what I knew about EFT was just to say that. So that's what I did. And I just, and I just started venting. So I did the three on the side of the hand about how much I couldn't stand this man. And then I'm just tapping to the points and about what a jerk he is and, you know, does he have to dress that way? And, you know, why does he, you know, like, like I was like picking this, poor man apart. I mean, I just ripping him apart in my car as I'm tapping through the points. And within a couple of minutes, something really interesting happened. And the, the thing about EFT is, and I've since learned that, 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 you know, you, you start off and your, your, your amygdala and your whole brain is really active in that negative. I, I like to call it like a puffy chested, like, you know, that angry, but when you tap and you vent and you really just acknowledge how you're feeling, your brain, your brain allows you to use all of your brain because up until then, your amygdala had kind of shut down all of, had shut down all those parts of my brain that all those um, compassion and reasoning and all those wonderful parts of my brain. Mm-hmm. So as I'm tapping along and I'm venting, and I'm saying all these terrible things about this man in the car. All of a sudden, I got this voice again that said, actually, every time you step foot in that dentist's office, you are the worst version of yourself that you could possibly ever be. So that was my brain 
no longer hijacking and no longer controlling and, and closing off all those positive parts of the brain. All of a sudden, I could use my full brain and I could see it from a perspective that I had never seen myself because, I don't know, eight, 10 years, I was walking in that dentist's office and that guy, I hated him. So I'm tapping along. And so yeah, I, I, I am the worst version of myself and he's smiling at me and he's trying his hardest to be nice to me. And I'm kind of a real jerk every time I step foot in there. So this is, so, so I'm starting to have a shift, which is wonderful. But then almost immediately that negative part kicks back in and says, well, why does it cost so much money? Because if you've ever had to pay for four kids at the dentist, it is a lot of money, a lot of money. And so, so yeah, why does it cost so much money? So really I'm just tapping in my car and just venting along and, you know, and I'm tapping and, you know, does he need to wear gold jewelry and he's, and do they need marble countertops? And I'm, I'm getting completely unreal. Like, like I'm, but this is what my subconscious is thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm tapping along about how expensive it is and how, oh. and again, within maybe two rounds of just tapping and venting, this, um, I, I got the thought of, remember that time you tried to find a different dentist that was cheaper and you found out that your dentist was charging you like half of what everybody else was charging? And remember that time that you missed your appointment for the kids and he didn't charge you $50 a child. And remember that time it was 800 and something. And he said, I'll just give me 800. So now I'm like being flooded with all these memories. And again, that's my brain. Like all of those parts, all those things that those those were true things that happened. And I never was considering them. I would have never thought about them, but just tapping just for a few minutes allowed me to see the whole picture. And that, I think that's what tapping does. It allows you to see everything. It doesn't take away the bad at first necessarily. It just lets you play with the full deck. You can see everything. So, so in like, it was maybe 12 minutes of tapping. I went from really hating this person to feeling so much appreciation and really love. Like, like I just felt so grateful for this person in this office and everything. So that would be enough, right? I mean, I was pretty happy with that. But then a few days later, I went back to the dentist with two more kids. And one of my daughters suffered from anxiety at the dentist's office. She would need to have gas. Um, She almost, I don't think we ever went in there and we didn't have something like a cavity or something that had to be, you know, addressed that we would have to use gas for. And, you know, the panic attacks, and I mean, it was just, it was truly awful um, for years, for her whole, her whole life at the dentist's office. And um, on that particular day, we walked in, we sat down, and the hygienist came out and she said, so who wants to go first? And my daughter just said, I'll go. And the hygienist and I looked at each other like, what? So she went. And then a little while later, my son went in to, you know, with someone else. So I went in to poke my head in because I have always had to like be there and holding her and hugging her and kiss, like all these things and bribing her. I mean, like the things that would happen in the dentist's office, it was awful. So I go in to check in on her and the hygienist was like, do you think we could take pictures of your teeth? And my daughter just said, yeah. So (laughs) they did the x-rays and they had never gotten x-rays before. They had never, because that would mean like, sitting there, you know, um, coherently. And, um, 
So I got x-rays and honest to goodness, the hygienist like leapt, you know, they'd go out, out of the room and flip the switch. Mm-hmm. She like went like this, like she was just so happy. And at that moment it occurred to me, she saw, I'm sure she saw my daughter's name on the schedule and was like, Oh, I hope I don't get her. Because <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like from that perspective, I'm sure that's what happened. And then, and then when she picked her, she was like, probably like, Oh, great. <laughs> so you could just feel the relief from this woman. So the dentist came in and said, well, you know, you have a cavity. You'll have to make an appointment with a pediatric dentist because, you know, the gas. And my daughter said, you can just fill it. And the dentist literally looked at me and she didn't sound the words, but she mouthed them to me. She said, I'm not working on her mouth because she had had so many problems in the past with her. Um, Lori, how old was your daughter at that time? Well, she's a teenager now, so I would say... Eight. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it had been, and you start going with dentists at three, so it had been a good, a, okay, a good number of years that we had had. Wow. Keep going. Sorry to interrupt. So, no, just... it's okay. And so then here we are. Um, so so the di- the dentist came at her with that giant Novocaine needle. It was like a foot long. Let her do it, and she just let the whole thing happen. There was no like. There was nothing. There was no, and, and afterwards there was no like, oh, can I get a treat? Like there was, it wasn't even like she was like holding out, hoping to get like a doll or something. There was nothing. And so then I, I wanted to, you know, obviously learn more, like what just happened. And um, I managed to get into a training almost right away for EFT. And then of course I learned that a lot of this comes from our childhood and, and all these good things. So I was trying to figure out what was it with me in my childhood, because I loved going to the dentist. I was trying to figure out if I had like passed some belief onto my daughter or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm the oldest of four. And when I would be sitting there in the dentist's office, so we would all go and we'd all get our cleanings done. And then my mom would have her cleaning and I'd sit in the office in the waiting room with all my siblings. We'd do puzzles or whatever. And my mom would get her teeth cleaned and then she'd come out. And I can't feel it anymore because I've since tapped on it, but Originally, when I, would, when I was thinking about it and sitting in that chair and looking over to my mom coming out and having her schedule the next appointment and writing a check, and I could feel like head-to-toe, full-blown anxiety. I could just feel that tension that she was feeling with writing that check because it's a lot of money paying for five people at the dentist you know, in the 70s and 80s. And it was a, it was a big sacrifice. And so what I understood afterwards was that I took on this belief. My brain stored it. That's not safe. Writing a check for all these kids at the dentist is not safe. Okay. So I didn't have a problem with the dentist until I'm writing a check for kids at the dentist's office. All of a sudden that guy becomes a, you know what? Okay. And I hate him and I'm being threatened. And it's, it, I mean, it's amazing to me. So there's this ripple effect, right? So every time we stepped foot in that dentist office on an energetic level, I was vibrating out danger, alert, threat. You know, I'm, I'm pumping out all of these, these vibrational, these um, vibrations. And this particular daughter who is very um, sensitive to those sorts of things, she felt like she was... <laughs> in immediate danger. So she's having these panic attacks. The moment I changed the way I felt stepping into that dentist office, 
she no longer felt threatened. She no longer felt, I mean, we have not had a problem since we've had braces and palate expanders. And I mean, the worst, the worst time she had any type of problem was when they had to do like a molding, which is the it's a gagging feeling. Mm -hmm, you know, like they, right. And even that, I mean, it was, she did better than I would have, you know? So there's, it's not like, it's not like it was like just that one day she felt better and then the problem came back. It has not come back. It has been gone forever. So what I want our listeners and viewers to understand is you didn't tap her. Nope. You tapped out all your dental trauma. Mm -hmm. But the main one was writing the check. Yeah. And then after you tapped out all your stuff and mm -hmm. you were calm, then she no, no longer felt threatened mm -hmm. and she felt your balance, your groundedness, mm -hmm. centered calmness, that everything was fine here. And truly, it did, I mean, the tapping in the car was maybe 12 minutes. It couldn't have been long because the class itself wasn't a very long class. So it was not a long time we were tapping. And I wasn't, of course, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of it because I didn't know. I didn't realize that this was going to change my entire life. Right. So it was like taking notes. <laughs> but I know it was about 12 minutes. And that was enough to change my my vibration walking into the dentist's office, which was enough to change her. And then since then I've gone back and done the tapping on that, on feeling what my mom felt. And it'll be, I'll be, I'll be interested to see if it manifests, if it, if it manifests differently with my older children, if, if maybe one of them took on the belief, like, like how I did, like it's not gonna be a problem until I'm writing a check. So I'm going to have to stay diligent on this because I don't no, know. I bet you cleared it for I your children. I hope so. I hope so, but I mean, you just never know, you know, but I, I think so. But yeah, I mean, it was just interesting how out of four kids, only one of them picked up on that in the moment danger, right? So because we're all different. But what I, what I like to teach moms is that we are capable of doing so much in just a small amount of time. We don't, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be too arduous or any it, it can, by just following your instincts and when you hear that voice say maybe you should tap on this tap on it tap on it so yes. i you know because i really think that that's my brain was at that moment ready to finally process this mm -hmm. you know and and that's when you get that voice that says maybe you should tap on this or maybe you should meditate or i feel like when when that voice tells us to do something it's so important to listen to listen it, to it. And but, don't yeah. think for any reason that you're being weird because guaranteed there's somebody in the next car or four yeah. cars down and they're tapping too because in our world, the world that Lori and I live, our goal is that everybody learns EFT and yeah. taps. What a wonderful world it will be. Yes. Everybody taps out all their stress, fears, traumas, mm -hmm. hesitations, limiting beliefs, the list yes. goes on. It really does. But just, you know, so, so when I, when I, what I like to give parents as a takeaway is, you know, take a look at, take a look at that random person that's pushing your buttons, um, you know, and, and, and take a look at how you feel about that person. And, just take a little time and tap on it and just, and just kind of see what I, what I've seen for myself as a parent and for my clients is just by that, just by the parent tapping, whether it's coming to do a session with tapping or tapping on their own, they always see a result in one way or another 
throughout their house. Yes. Because as parents, we're kind of like, I mean, we're this energetic, I mean, they're connected to us. They're, they're, they're always connected to us. But I think the younger they are, the, the thicker that, that connection is. And they're feeling it. Yep. And you govern that energy throughout the house. I can so relate because when people call me up for an appointment, and they say, oh, my child's experiencing anxiety. I'm thinking, what anxiety are you experiencing? Right. Because right. your children are the barometer of what's happening in your home. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And then they, so oftentimes they don't want to hear it. It's fix my child where mm-hmm. I say, well, you come in first. Right. Because I want to help you be calm so then your children can also be calm. I'm going to do family counseling, not just mm-hmm. not just help your son or daughter, but we're going to do family counseling to help everybody relax. Right. And then you can support your child when they are tapping. Exactly. If you know how to tap, and you're, then you're capable of really helping them. What so. an amazing story. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the ripple effect, there it is. (laughs) What we're going to do is you all stay tuned because Lori and I are doing a three-parter. This is so exciting. I love to do this with my guests, and I love to offer more and more information from EFT experts. So we are going to then... Part two is the power of surrogate tapping. This is totally cool. You have the power to help those around you without actually tapping on them. I know. So welcome to my world of woo-woo. Because the, But seriously, this is based in quantum physics, and it yes. really does work. So stay tuned. Um, Here is my little message at the end of this podcast. And then we are going into part two with Lori Lamont. So stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I wanted to let you know that as you can see by the picture behind me, I used to pull my hair out and I used to be bald. And then I stopped and I grew my hair back. And then I developed thyroid issues. I have hypothyroidism and I started losing my hair again. And I was devastated. So my stylist introduced me to a product called Zenagen, Z-E-N-A-G-E-N, and it helped me grow my hair back. So this is all mine, okay? So far, I've been using it two years, and I've grown my hair back. The volume has increased by 40%. Now, the same thing can happen to you. If you choose to try it, go to Xenogen.com and then at checkout, put in the code Joan, J-O-A-N 15, and you will get 15% off your purchase. So if you have hair loss, not due to alopecia, and you stop pulling out your hair, you might want to try this because it works for me. Thank you very much. Contact Joan at joankaylor.com for training, speaking, or consultation. Follow Joan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Remember to share what you learned today with others because there are no limits to what you can achieve.